This podcast is a bizarre, apocalyptic, usually funny, generally messed up ride to the end of the world. Those who are about to listen, we salute you. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hey guys, it's me, Olivia Lutz. <laughs> As you know, I've been expanding my channel because I've picked up a lot of new hobbies during the apocalypse. Get that side hustle, baby. As there are no new seasons of the Kardashians, and like, no one has started Real Housewives of Hell yet, I think we need a new source of drama. Right besties? I will be sharing this super fun library I found that is just like, straight up, people's deepest, darkest thoughts. <laughs> Hashtag book talk. Every single week, I'm gonna be reading one of these books that I found, and you're in for a real treat. So obvs, I looked at my ex and I'm like so happy to report that his thoughts are both sad and hilarious. Hey Ben, I really hope hell is fun. <laughs> I'll also be sharing the thoughts of my favourite celebrities and I think I'm actually going to start with this pile of books I found that was like just out on the table when I came in. They're a bit sticky, but like, they looked interesting. One of them is definitely erotica. Get this, the guy's safe word is Danny. <laughs> Another one has been scribbled all over, so I'm not sure what I'm gonna get out of that, but I'll try. But there's also this huge series that I found, and this one's gonna take me like, a lot longer to get all the way through. I did look at the last book though, and like, it's kind of boring until near the end, then it gets, real interesting. <gasps> so stay tuned for this series and um, if there's anyone that you want me to look up for you, drop a comment. The one with the most likes, I'll find that book. As always, like and subscribe to me, your number one apocalypse pal. <laughs> Love you loads! Welcome to Lads on Tour. This is a D&D &D podcast about a stag do at the end of the world. My name's Susie Ray. I'm your dungeon master. Um, and oh, oh, we have a, a thing on AO3 now. There's a Lads on Tour entry on AO3. So if you guys want to write fan fiction about us, please do. It's the best thing in the world. Oh my God, it's so um, good. If you want to write- uh, We freaked the fuck out, I swear to God. <laughs> we lost, lost our goddamn minds. If you want to, you should give us fan fiction and fan art because we have some really nice fan fiction and fan art now and it's really good and really cute and it makes so me really nice. emotional. So anyway, lads this week and i feel like this is apt i write these questions like way in advance and this has kind of worked out nice in terms of timing um could you guys tell me what your favorite memory of cat is um and let's start with artem because they're related oh wait, wait are they what? <laughs> <laughs> i'm sam ferguson and i play artem volkov the reddit lurking apocalypse prepping average boy and I would be delighted to tell you about Cat's, no, Artem's favourite memory of Cat, <laughs> which uh, has a little bit of a run up to it, which uh, you will understand in a second, which is basically Artem uh, was about uh, 11, I think, give or take, and had been uh, begging his parents to let him go to uh, an MCM Comic Con one year, because it happened to overlap when he was back home in London from boarding school. Uh, but it landed on oh, January the 6th, which, as we all know, is Russian Christmas Eve. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, his parents just flat out forbid it. Uh, it was really important that they went to the church service. It was really important they were seen in the community. Uh, and Artem just gave up, was like, it's not, I'm never going to win this fight, no point. So they went along to the morning service uh, and Artem just sulked and was extremely bummed out all morning. Uh, but uh, after the first service, Kat uh, told her parents that she would look after Artem for the rest of the day and take him home because he clearly wasn't in the mood. And they were like, fine, just get him out of here. Uh, And uh, she revealed that she in her rucksack had bought both of them costumes uh, and had also got tickets to MCM Comic-Con and had taken him. So basically took him for the afternoon to MCM Comic-Con where they walked around dressed as Legolas and Gimli. Uh, And uh, to this day, uh, they spent all of their pocket money and to this day, uh, stashed inside his copy of the Bible, uh, Artem still has a piece of art that he got made for them at that Comic-Con of the two of them in character. That is so cute. I want to punch someone. (laughs) (laughs) A healthy response. (laughs) We're all fine. Oh. We're all doing great in therapy. <laughs> Joe, on you go. Hi, my name is JJ A. Harwood, aka Joe, and I play Guy Chapman, bard, perfectly normal, regular human man, podcast bad boy. And uh, Guy's favourite memory of Cat. Um, well, obviously, being a perfectly normal, regular human man, uh, Guy's not completely up to speed on a lot of like pop culture things and often makes a lot of like. Uh, stupid comments about stuff and one day um, he was hanging out with Danny and Kat and Kat realised that uh, he'd never seen Star Wars Um, he'd been like you know that thing that people do when they want to impersonate the Darth Vader breathing when they just like breathe into a mug (laughs) like Kat was doing that for some reason and Daddy and um, Guy was just like what I don't don't get this (laughs) and she realised he'd never seen the movies and so they had like a movie weekend for each trilogy they watched a film like Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and uh, Guy got really, really into it really, really quickly. And I think his favourite memory of Cat is when they were watching um, Empire Strikes Back because Guy went out and bought uh, a bunch of coloured wrapping paper tubes so they could have a lightsaber fight. Of course he did. (laughs) He had a very fun evening. What did Daddy think of this? Uh, Well, you tell me. Actually, yeah, why the fuck am I asking? No, I feel like he was into it. He likes stuff that Kat's into. Greg, Ruri, on you go. Hi, I'm Ruri McDuff. I play Greg Roomba, uh, the naughty little boy and rogue. Um, Greg's, well, Greg's favourite memory of Kat is sort of, um, well, you know, he, he's, he's actually only met Kat twice. Um, and he remembers about one and a half of those. Because um, <laughs> the first time he was... Um, uh, absolutely uh, 100% hammered um, and he did <laughs> throw up a little bit in her car uh, which as he explained to Big wow. Keith later on, if you think about it, is her fault for having a car uh, I mean yeah, you can't argue with that No, you well you can, you and you try. would be right but um, no, it's not worth I don't it see why that would be the case um the other time um danny took them out for a um a a fancy meal at frankie and benny's and um uh, greg thought he was a perfect gentleman was he greg doesn't know why did he think that he was a perfect gentleman like just thought he thought he thought he behaved very well greg thought he was quite charming 
Give me an example. No, I think I think that's fine. I think Greg just thought, oh gosh, that was quite charming. So what was his favourite of okay, those so memories? Okay, so Kat definitely hates Greg. Oh, of, those memor- <laughs> of, 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 of those memories, it's um, the fact that um, it was actually the one where he vomited in the car. Um, and the reason for that is that he thought Daniel was going to give him shit for it, um, but he got away with it somehow. Nice. <laughs> Healthy. <laughs> Greg, it's a it really fine difficult. dynamic. And just for this this special occasion of it being about cat, I've left left Lucas to last. So Faye, fuck us up. Gonna get my why emotional support pillow. Okay. <laughs> I'm too much wrong with all of you. Um, I, I'm Faye Evans. I'm uh, Lucas Rossi, a very good boy and a paladin. Um, yeah. So Lucas has known Cat for a while. Um, and they're really good friends. So his favourite memory of her is probably actually the first time they ever met, uh, which I don't know if you remember from the book that uh, we read on the Red Rock incident. Yeah, I don't know if you remember from that. was actually a party at Rev Deb's house, like a church social sort of thing. Um, And, uh, you know, Lucas is just at the social, chilling, got a drink, whatever. Um, And somebody had got out a guitar... And it was like, you know when you're at a party and some cunt picks up a guitar and you're like, wow, I wish I was dead because it's <laughs> mortifying um, and uh, the worst thing ever. Anyway, somebody got on the guitar and it was absolutely fucking mortifyingly bad. And Cat uh, and Lucas kind of met eyes over the drinks table. You know, like when you lock eyes with someone in that kind of like... Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, fear, embarrassment, laughter sort of moment. Um, yeah, and they kind of met eyes over the drinks table and just fucking lost it, absolutely cracked up. And there was a bunch of people nearby, like, giving them fucking evils and, like, frowning at them. Yes, frowning. <laughs> Terrible at a church thing. Um, Did one so of them shake their head and maybe wink, wag their finger a little bit? I don't think there was a finger wag, but I think oh, that would be a, a bit much. That would be the fucking shaking. nuclear option. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. No one would go crazy. I know it might as well flip a table at that point. Um, but yeah, they were frowning at them, so they rushed outside into the garden. That's what Jesus did with the money lenders, he wagged that finger. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just absolutely pissed themselves laughing outside. And uh, yeah, and they started talking after that, and she was so kind to him and so nice to him, and like so funny, and they had so much in common, and he just felt like really amazing and happy. Which is why he introduced her to Daniel. Oh. Mm. Uh, I think Lucas should be shot (laughs) for his own benefit. So, um, last session you had finished your your fight with the littlest chefs. Uh, You (laughs) revived Greg, who was Mm. unconscious. You Mm. raided the little chef a little bit. You found a a half-eaten Pelagian corpse with no ass and a little note in his pocket that had some postcodes on it. Um, You continued your journey towards London and you took a little detour past a kind of generic-looking office building off the motorway, which houses all of the prayers of all of humanity in a little library. Um, You had a look, after a little bit of discussion, you had a look at the end of Kat's book um, Mm. to see if she was still alive. Seems like she is. Seems like she's still alive. Seems like she's kind of mad about something. And you also, one of the things you noticed was that Kat stopped praying shortly before the rapture. And all of the mentions of God and Jesus. God, 
no, God, Jesus, and Satan since then have been like casual blasphemy kind of vibes rather <laughs> than like actual praying. So that's that's what's going on. You're in this little library in this um, massive ass office building, um, surrounded by books with all the prayers of all of humanity. So what are you doing, Daniels? Yeah, da- Daniels. We're, we're going to we're going to Daniels, right, guys? Yeah, we're going yeah. to Daniels. Greg is pretending that he doesn't want to, and then he realizes that he's only pretending in his own head and nobody's talking. So he just goes and goes <laughs> over to 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 to, to the, the M section and looks for in the cloud. I can't remember how it mean, is. Uh, surely we're just going to get random expletives. Like I can't. Don't think Daniel's the praying type, given what we know. Yeah, but maybe maybe there's some kind of like explanation. I mean, it's worth checking. But maybe he's like having a conversation with God or Satan or something like that. Because it seems like they might well, like know a complaints each other. line. Yes. Anytime the anytime God or Satan is mentioned, um, it'll be in that person's mm-hmm. book. So my yeah. thinking is like, if Danny's discussed his plan with anybody, it'll be in the book. But it'll also be an incredibly long book that's difficult to look through, which makes Greg the right person to do it. And Greg goes to try and do, I'm guessing, like, an investigation check or something. Ah, uh, yeah, roll an investigation check, please. Cool, I'll roll an investigation check. Let me just quickly check my investigation modifier. Should, should we help you? I see no reason I have a minus one. Why would I need help? <laughs> Let, let's say we help you. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I'll kind. give you advantage if you've got help from the others. Okay. Guys, this book is full of words. <laughs> and and that four turns into a three. Guys, it's full of words. Sorry, you you rolled with advantage and your best was a four. I rolled in that four, Sam. Samantha. What what was your other roll? It was a two. <laughs> a natural oh, two. No. I did not get a natural one. So you know what? Maybe maybe we don't maybe we don't need to be so critical. Okay. That's dice. So I mean, if you well, got a natural this is, one, it's alphabetical order. If you got a natural one, you would have been able to re-roll it because you've got halfling stats. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm, I, 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 I'm, but unfortunately, I didn't. I got a, I got a natural four, Susie. And there's a cat on my dice, so I can't re-roll anything. <laughs> yeah, Greg, you pretty, but you find the book. Like, there's a lot of actually with a nat. With a three, I don't think I you don't even get find the book. I think you get to the M section. You see how many like Mac and Mc names there are, and you're just like, ugh. Guys, it's impossible <laughs> to find anything through here. It turns out there's a lot of Mcs in Scotland, so I think we've given given that it's in alphabetical order, kind DM. Can I just find it using the power of alphabetical order? <laughs> yeah, you really but, want us to roll for it. Yeah, but roll a um, d20 to see how long it takes. So, will my religion check be able to help here at all? Because it's all Not- God books. Not with looking for a book. For alphabetical order. No, 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 I mean like when, when we're actually reading. The, if there's something that would require... It takes you quite a while to find. Um, Faye, a religion check would help. If it's something that requires knowledge of religion, it would help. But like <coughs> finding a book in a library, it's not going to help. Yeah, okay, turns out I don't know how to spell MacLeod. It takes you a while to find the book. Um, I think maybe none of you actually know how Daniel's last name is spelled. You've never seen it written down, um, apart from possibly Greg, because you went to school together, but Greg gave up very quickly when he realised how many M names there were. He just looked and was like, nope, impossible. And he's going to try and find Jesus. Um, You get there, um, eventually. You find his book. um, And so possibly unsurprisingly, his book is fucking massive. Like, it is a a hefty tome. Um, 
it's in pretty good nick it's like black leather very nice looking but all the books are like very different vibes you've got some oh, like shitty cool. paperback types his is like a very nice like black leather um book with some think. like silver embossing on it like it's lovely um, what was cats like yeah um i think cats is it's not as big as daniel's it's like it's still a pretty big book because like cat was a christian cat did pray quite a lot um cats was like like one of those fancy hardback books with a dust jacket that you get on like a first run of a book that a publisher thinks is going to sell well a lot of foiling yeah. it's like a sort of fantasy ass looking book mm-hmm. um very pretty very nice that's fucking cool um it's like it's like a nice fantasy hardback kind of vibe cool. daniel's cool. is like someone needed a prop for a gothic movie kind of black gold <laughs> black silver like that kind of shit fucking mm-hmm. massive um i know you guys like are you starting from the beginning like what are you doing here what's your starting game plan starting the back okay the last time that daniel mentioned god or satan or any other deity was when he told you guys that he was planning to kill them he has not mentioned a deity in any way since then maybe like the odd oh my god kind of like thrown around but that was the last time he mentioned any of their names in earnest Uh, that makes sense Artem starts flicking back through the book uh, looking for sort of any longer stretch any big speeches you know where he might be laying out plans any soliloquies Um, okay I'm gonna (laughs) wanna I need an investigation check for that could I have some help Nope, you're gonna do this one yourself. Me. You're gonna do this one yourself. What? Greg is hindering you, so I think anyone else who helps. It's not deliberate, <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way he is. Uh, that is a 13 total. You don't find, like, a villain's speech where he lays out his whole plan. You oh. probably. Why would you leap to villain, Susie? <laughs> because heroes don't lay out their whole plans and speeches, Sam. Which is why you don't find one. Um, you find some bits, you find him discussing mm. stuff. You see the whole conversation he had with you guys about, like, I'm going to kill God and also Satan for humanity reasons. Um, you also see some conversations. You can't see, in it because these are all, like, very one-sided and it's just snippets, so it's really, really hard to pick up. It's just, like, the snippet of the t- thing that he was saying. It's kind of like the equivalent of, like, when an Alexa briefly picks up on its own name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if it realises that you weren't talking it stops it's sort of that so unless it is a direct prayer it's not like full swathes of conversation it's just the mm. snippets where it's mentioned you do seem to feel like you could pick up on conversations which you would guess might be with other Pelagians like he's definitely talked to other people about killing God before but you don't see like anything outlining a specific plan beyond that he's going to kill God he's going to kill Satan he's going to find a way to do that and he hasn't to your knowledge from what you can read he hasn't worked out how he's going to do that yet oof okay should we should we destroy these I think keep them because they might get added to we should probably take them with us actually can I look for mine um yeah I would love for you to look for yours I'm looking for Lucas Rossi we shouldn't destroy them because you can probably just give them to Oxfam if we don't want them (laughs) 
is very cute that he um, would even consider donating something to charity. Oh yeah, it's a great way to get all the shit out of your house. <laughs> I just bag it up and I leave it outside because I think they like that. Better. <laughs> I don't think they can take things without an ISBN number. Yeah, Fade, you want to roll me a d20 to say how long it takes you to find it once again. That's a... Plus two. A no modifier. No modifier. Just a d20. Oh, 13. Uh, yeah. Again, it takes you a while. Slightly faster. Like you get there, it takes it takes a while. It's not immediate, but you get there. You find the book. Um, Lucas's book is multiple volumes. <laughs> Lucas's book it's like is embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, it's some fucking J.R.R. Tolkien when they stopped editing and bullshit. Like there is so <laughs> many fucking volumes of this shit. Um, it's very nice. It's like a blue hardback no dust jacket very very lovely very nicely kept no foiling no embossing no patterns just like plain but like very good quality and yeah there's like four or five volumes of this thing it's fucking huge oh my god if you're listening Um, to this guess who here works in publishing (laughs) (laughs) hint it's the people who are always talking about the very detailed qualities physical qualities associated with books look I like (laughs) book covers yeah like also when we know what they can't read can't read i like it when they give you when you get to pick out the color of the shiny on the on the cover Mm. if you have a shiny cover there's like a little book book. there's a little book Mm -hmm. with all the different colors of foil lads it's so nice i regret this so much it's a little book of shiny jesus christ lucas like i knew you were religious but this is some like lucas rossi and the goblet of fire bullshit (laughs) like lucas is wait is lucas a turk well now, I was just going to say, Lucas is, first of all, irritated that you would compare anything to, like, <laughs> and <laughs> goblet of her own shit. <laughs> she <laughs> drinks on fucking Twitter every day because she's a fucking dirt cunt. Anyway, maybe we have to cut that. Um, I think we might, yeah. <laughs> nah, fuck it. <laughs> she can take us a fucking court. <laughs> no, fucking no, fight, very, she can't. <laughs> we're not big fans We don't own here. anything. <laughs> she can afford a lot of lawyers but she I think we've, we've just put some bleeping in yeah. she can afford we've, a lot of lawyers but I can afford punching her, her in the fucking like throat <laughs> yeah we haven't said anything libelous we're just saying she's a cunt anyway yeah just actually just can we just have a just get a, a fuck turfs in the chat um fuck turfs <laughs> <laughs> fuck turfs three two one fuck, fuck turfs. turfs thank you continue um, so you found your book it's real yeah. big there's many of so them it's blue so found the book it's real big it's blue um, I'm actually a little bit like Lucas is a little bit embarrassed um, at how much there is actually um, because of everything that he knows now and I would like to pick up the last one and just put it in my bag immediately just I'm not even going to wait, wait, wait. I want to see something I want to see something no 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 no, no, no. Last page. you picked it up you picked up your own book the second your fingers oh, touch no. that book oh <laughs> The second your fingers touch that book. Okay, can we do a slow motion replay of you saying, I would love you to find your own book. (laughs) I would love for you to do that. The second your fingers touch the cover of your own book, you hear the sound of multiple doors slamming. The door into the library slams shut and then just barriers these like huge metal like security barriers slam down in front of every single shelf of books until you are in a room with just like 
flat metal walls and guys, the room's else. a turtle. Just <laughs> Lucas, is, everybody's group up. Just Lucas is in the room, or are we separated? You are all in the same room. It's just now that the room okay. is just basically a prison. Room's a turtle. Room's a turtle, guys. Do I have guys, the, room's the a book though? Nope. I don't have the book. You don't have the book. Artem draws his gun. I feel like Guy's been on his phone the whole time, and he just looks up like, "What? Um, can I? Can I roll? Uh, I guess perception, investigation. Tell me what. Test. Tell want... me what you want to do, and I'll tell you what to roll. I want to immediately investigate to see um, how I get out of this. How I get everyone out of this. I, well, I need more than that. Like, I need you to be like, "What are you looking for? What are you trying to do?" I am looking to see if there's any way that I can get the walls to go back down. Like, is there a switch? Is there, um, is there, I don't know. Where's the fire um, exit? <laughs> Guys, is there a fire exit? Lucas? Lucas, you would have looked for a fire exit. You're boring. <laughs> Lucas, can you roll investigation, please? 18. There is no way, there's no switch, there's no fire exit. But as you approach one of these like metal barriers, you uh-huh. like touch it to kind of see, feel for anything. And as your fingers touch it, some writing sort of shimmers up on it in a very fantasy ass kind of way. Oh, what does it say? Yeah, motherfuckers, it's been a while since we've had some riddles. So, I made my character dumb up. so I wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't have to do these. It's a shame that you're not dumb. Work on that. I think Lucas, Lucas is smart, but our fate is dumb, so this, this is difficult. Um, you're all far too pretty to need to be smart. So, the it's I've honestly riddle. come around and it's nice to be told it. It's, it is nice. It is, isn't it? It's nice yeah, to be told no, that you're pretty. Again, unironically, I, I, I just think it's nice. I'm, I'm happy with it. Go on, please. And you are very pretty. Let's say the riddle. So, the riddle. The first one. I used to be, essentially, required for all life. I've been blessed and consequentially I quell the undead strife. I think I might know this one, but I don't think I would know this one. (laughs) Okay. If you're thinking about, while you're thinking about that one, a second one also shimmers up on the next wall. So say this is a four walled room, you know, the next wall. Mm -hmm. Because you have reached this wall, look well and true on me. Only me, not ceiling nor floor, on my words and nothing more, dare you solve or will you flee? Okay, okay. Guys, the walls I, are covered I, I in fi- nerd shit. <laughs> I feel like the I feel like I I can figure I know what the first one's asking for. Uh but before we do anything, let's make sure we know what's happening. Uh Okay. That second one I don't understand at all. Like do you think we need do do we Okay. Let's do these one at a time. First one. Yeah. Does anybody have any objections if I say holy water? Oh, that's that's fine, but I'm just gonna like stand back a bit. Yeah, no, good plan. We have a vial of holy water, don't we? I, I wonder if it's just yeah. it's, yeah, it's just water. In the answer is just water, right? Because it's if you've been blessed and consequentially, then it's just water, right? Uh, I mean, we can try. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still. Worried what... I'm still gonna just you know stand behind. It's yeah, used to um, be water. But has been blessed, so it is well, now. So holy why water. doesn't Lucas okay. get his little flask out, right, which has holy water in it? You remember from the plane? Yeah, right. I think um, you have guy, also since I then think, got um, holy water as well. 
I think you got yeah, holy water from the... maybe Raph, someone. Guy, yeah. maybe we should leave the nerds to do this. Uh, yeah, oh, I just, I'm, I'm not very good at riddles. Um, sorry, I'm kind of... Danny's not texting me back. Yeah, he's actually not texted me back either. About all this. Danny, let's get out of this place. Okay. And it's fine, we'll we're just in a turtle room. Artem, um, here you go. Do you think it's holy water? I have holy water. Should we throw it no, at no, the thing? Or splash do you just... it on the wall. Okay, I'm going to splash the holy water on the wall. Guy hides behind Greg. <laughs> so you splash no. the holy water on the wall and the words vanish. <sighs> and instead, on the wall behind you, a third riddle pops up. Oh, and that it? riddle is I'm with you all as you know in times of woe and glee the strong might try to stem my flow but the strongest welcome me <laughs> God just reads it and goes dad <laughs> no guy no, looks no, at every sorry. single one and is like dad <laughs> daddy oh is it fear I think I don't know I don't know how I throw that at the wall. <laughs> I no, I, I think I, I think I know what this is. Um I've I've solved the second one. Um Yes. Good. Okay, so I'll I'll do this in character because I think that guy probably could do this one. He looks at the, the second riddle and just kind of like squints at, at it a bit and goes Have you noticed that if you like take all the letters of the first lines it spells out blood? <laughs> it's a fucking oh, shit, acrostic, it's an acrostic riddle. <laughs> Amazing. Um, are any of us still bloody? Because like I've only got twenty five hit points at the moment, so can I just put some blood on it? <laughs> just smear yourself on uh, it. Just blast some eels at it. Will do. Yep, to both of that. Greg can blast some eels. Greg Lucas, I feel some like eels. I feel like you have to basically just like scratch open a scab and just like smear some blood up the second wall. Will do. Um, the eels just okay, sort of hit the wall and flop down as the blood touches the second it's wall. It's not eels, guys. It's not eels. The writing disappears, and on the final Ooh. wall, it could be eels. A final riddle appears, which is: So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, okay, I think I know what the third riddle is before we get onto that Egypt shit. Greg, Greg shoots uh, some eels quickly at the third wall just in case. No. The eels bounce off the walls. Let's wait. No, Are these all liquids of some kind? I was about to say, so, who out of you guys, because it's not me, do we think is most likely to cry? He looks at Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone looks at Lucas. Lucas is like, I don't know why you say that! <laughs> Lucas isn't crying. Lucas is fine. Do we need to Lucas, make Lucas cry? Me. Your cats are dead. Oh, oh don't say that. It might not be true. No. I mean, it's only. No. That, I mean, I guess it's been a while since they've been fed. Definitely. No. Were no, they no, they're, they're fine. Were they indoor, they're, they're ca- they're indoor cats? No. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, I guess they'll, they'll be all well, right. Okay. No, no. I mean, maybe just, just become super intelligent and they hate don't us. Don't bring the cats into it, all right? That's come on. We have to make him cry. There's a what line, R10. No, 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 no. We're locked in. Wait, this Lucas, Lucas ignores them, goes into his bag, and gets the saline solution that he has for his contact lenses, and just fucking spurts that on the wall instead. Nothing happens. 
Wall's now wet. Fuck. Wall <laughs> is magic. Mad- it can tell if it's saline or tears. Fuck's sake. Um, Lucas, would it help? Okay, just like keep your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> just blow in his eyes. Uh, yeah. Just oh, Lucas. Think about your dead cat. Lucas, uh, do you want to have a staring contest? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll have a staring um, contest. Stares into guy's eyes. Yeah. Guy stares back. I think after a while, up uh, out of habit, he starts like reaching to like put his arms around him, and is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you, how, how much of uh, Kiss the Girl do you think we can play in the background now without getting sued? Oh, it's wondering. like two bars, three, it's something. 16 beats? Okay, cool. Just, just, just saying. Legally um, distinct. Okay. Kiss the Girl. So, uh, which one of us cries for? Roll do you want to do an offensive roll? check, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, roll a yeah. opposed okay. constitution check. Amazing. Um, I have, um, the, yeah, I, had, I got a nine. Oh, I got a 15. <laughs> Okay, Lucas cries. Lucas cries. Okay. Okay, rub your face on the wall. Quick, quick. Okay, he he takes his tears and just like... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You you wipe some of your tears onto the wall and the the words disappear. And there's one left, which is... Do we still need to make Lucas cry? Because, like... You know know Daniel picks... You know Cat picked Daniel over you, right? (gasps) Fucking hell! What do you mean? Oh, oh, is the riddle done? Like, okay, no worries. (gasps) So, let's move on to something that feels more home territory for Lucas. Greg, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this later, Greg. Um, Because I don't want you to talk about cat like that. That's really unkind, and I won't have it. Oh, you don't want me to. Um, right attitude. So which is the which is the one that's left? <laughs> um, so the one that is left, the Egyptian one. So I don't know how we're going to solve this one, but uh, I'm I'm looking at you, Lucas. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing. May yeah. I roll a religion check? I would love for you to roll a religion check. Say motherfucking natural 20. Oh, oh, fucking hell. And I have a plus four for religion. Babe, you know exactly. Do, do I become God? <laughs> word for word, you know this fucking thing. You know that this is very specifically from, uh, it's from the Bible. It is from Exodus chapter three, verse eight. Feels exodusy. And you know that the next lines to, the next words to this verse are a land flowing with milk and honey. Uh, Lucas reads it and says um, a, a land blessed with milk and honey Okay, who's lactating? <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't? Oh god <laughs> Guy checks No, sorry <laughs> Greg sees him do that and kind of gives it just has a squeeze just, He doesn't know what's going on but he just wants to be part of it <laughs> just, just to check DM You know in my pack of stuff what I what I took from McDonald's. You know we said that I took like sauces and stuff. Were there little packets of honey in there? Honey must Yeah you know what? Why the fuck not? I got some milk from the airport so I could make people tea. You got some milk from the airport. (laughs) (laughs) Knew it was a good idea. Yes Oh my god. Okay. I'm just saying the other alternative is you can summon bees. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I don't want us all in a small room with bees though. Yeah. Also, we summon bees, then we wait until they all die because they can't pollinate anything. <laughs> they can't go out they can't and get, get in through the metal walls. They can't get nectar. Bees can get anywhere. 
<laughs> That's mice. Um, okay, so I get the little packet of honey and I open it and I wipe it on the wall. I throw some milk on the wall as well. It's probably quite off by now. And the words disappear. And the metal shutters yeah. slam open. Oh my god. But the door doesn't open. And instead, everything starts to shake. The shelves oh start okay. to shake. Um, and it feels Quickly. like something is closing in. And then there are four thumps as four books fall to the floor. Oh! Well, oh. four books. Three books and then one book that's multiple volumes. <gasps> They're books. Yes. Okay, I pick okay. up all my books. <laughs> and the s- no, I grant. Don't, what do you do? don't touch your own books. Just did this. And the no, second. Don't touch your own books. No, 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 don't you. Okay, okay fine. fine. Second. Nope, you fucking I said it. I rescind this. Nope. Oh, no. The second you touch I feel like Artem, your own book. Lucas already said, Artem, pick up the book. I, I was did like, say that gonna first. go and do it. I was yeah. just letting you. No, punish us. Punish stuff. us, daddy. <laughs> He's Good already point. going to punish us. The second you pick up the book, all four of you are gone. You are not in the room anymore. And what the closest you can. Guy, look for a rock relate to this <laughs> is when you were in that liminal space in the prophecy but it feels different it feels like you were being pulled backwards and towards something and i am going to for a moment split the party oh my God. because you are all being pulled into your own prayers and your own memories of the prayers that you have spoken the prayers that you have made every time you have spoken the word of god or jesus or satan or any deity you are pulled oh back into that memory can i just can, before, as we dive in can i say that the, as lucas went to grab the book and that happened the last thing you hear is artem going lucas you really fucking gregged it <laughs> no i didn't do well <laughs> <laughs> okay Guy Fucking classic Lucas mm-hmm. manoeuvre You're not human mm-hmm. So Your experience Wait, of this is a little bit different Because mm-hmm. as Everybody is pulled into their own Prayers You can see Every single other person's Prayers <gasps> Ooh. And I would Like to start I'm going to roll a d Four. I would like to start with Artem. So Artem, um, could you, oh, it's Artem, Sam, could you tell us a little bit about Artem's experience of praying, if there is much? Um, Artem would have done a little bit of praying when he was little, uh, because his family was religious, but in the way that uh it was important to be seen to be religious in that community as opposed to actually practicing. So when he was a little kid, I think he was taught to pray uh, and probably did some prayers, but then I would say, you know, gave up before hitting double digits. Okay, so you can see yourself um, and it's, it's a memory, but it's also not a memory. It is something that you're kind of watching happen. You can see yourself as a very young kid praying um in uh like the in 
the Russian Orthodox Church in London, sitting with your family, head bowed, praying. You kind of, as you get older, you can see yourself doing it with a little bit less... There's never earnestness, but there's a level of like being a small child and just kind of accepting what you're told. As you get older, it's less and less of that. And then at the age of seven, you go to boarding school and you stop going to church. And the book diminishes after that. There's less and less praying. Occasionally there'll be like something vaguely religious at school that you pray. Occasionally you'll go home and be dragged to church by your parents, but often then you don't pray. You just sit there quietly with your head bowed or really, really like battling the urge to pull your phone out and just sit and look at that. You see your usual like sort of garden variety blasphemy, like Jesus Christ and oh my God, when you're playing video games or when you're surprised or whatever else. But that was really your religious career. And you learned very quickly, even at home, not to, not to blaspheme. Your mum didn't like it. And if your mum was upset, your dad was angry and you did not want that. But as you watch this, and you kind of like, there's a feeling of sort of um, like understanding of this. Like there's no shame in the fact that you stopped praying. Like you never really believed that. That was something that you just didn't. And there was almost a level of pride of like having that thing like set apart from your family. Because as you got older, Kat, when she, like when you were kids, not, you didn't, you kind of did it. Like you didn't really think about it. But Kat, as she got older, found a church that she really loved and started believing in God in earnest. You went the other way and it was something that like there's a level of like individualism and independence from your family that there was a level of pride about um what i'm going to do for each of you is as you watch these prayers the prayers offer you something back and you can make the choice whether or not you take that you don't have to make the choice verbally in front of everyone else i'm going to ask you to text me the choice and Artem, you're offered wisdom. You were offered, mm -hmm. in terms of mechanics, a plus two boost to your wisdom score, but that will take two from one of the other lads. You can just think about that. When you think of an answer, you can text me, but that is the offer that the prayers give to Artem. Oh my God, that is so cool. I'm going straight into the text. Oof, delicious. Do, can we get one of those in the dog voice? Delicious. A treat for dog. <laughs> um, I'm not going to look at any of the answers now. I will look at them at the end. Because next... Oh. And again, Guy, you watch this. You see this mm -hmm. all. It's, it's not something that you're sitting like actively. It's a very like passive experience that you're just... It's something that you now just know... And you know about the offer, but you don't know about the answer. Um, when you say I'm watching all of this, am I seeing exactly the same thing that Artem is seeing, or can I see Artem in that situation as well? You can't like see Ar Artem, You can't see grown up Artem. It's just okay. something. It's not even that you're watching it. It's just something that you know now. Can I? Can I say what prayer Artem is in when he makes his choice? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. Uh, he is looking at himself and remembering and sort of basically feeling connected to his six-year-old self in the middle of a big church service and having to feel like, you know, he has to pray because that's what he's been told he has to do. Uh, and he is desperately praying that uh, someone is going to come to the house 
and tell him that there's been a mix-up and that it wasn't his family after all and that he has been in the wrong place and he's going to get taken away and put with his real family. And then he spends the next two weeks of prayers apologising for it because he felt so guilty. Awesome. We have the comedy tag on iTunes. Oh. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to, like, flag that. Arkham's fine. I do a funny accent sometimes. <laughs> a piece of string walks into a bar. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. It's a good joke. Um, a black and white piece of string walks into a black and white bar. Have I told anybody no. else the black and white night and the black and white horse joke? Oh, yes, you have. You can have a separate <laughs> podcast just for that. We could do it's my favourite joke content. in the world. I told it Actually, to yeah, you know, recently. You, you know what? And I get, follow us on might... Patreon. And then... I loved it. We'll I get a Patreon. We'll, we'll get, get a Patreon, Patreon that's just, just me telling this horrible joke to my we friends. Because being friends friend with me is an endurance exercise. Anyway, the next one. Guy, you shouldn't have a book. Demons no. don't, you're not a human. You should not have a book. You, I mean, you didn't pray. You were a demon. You said the word Satan frequently because he was your yeah. boss. And I um, spent a lot of time talking about my crush on him. Absolutely, as you would. But you shouldn't mm-hmm. have a prayer book. That shouldn't be a thing that exists for you. But there is. Um, and it is, it's short. It is not a big book. It is like barely bigger than a picture book. <laughs> that checks. Yeah. The longest book yeah, guy has ever yeah, seen. Yeah, that checks out. Thirty-two pages. It is. So. G is for guy. Like it's it's like that. It's a little like a yeah. ladybird book looking thing. It's tiny. It's like a little like cheap it's chewable, hardback. Like it's, it's, it is chewable. Cardboard. You can just kind of. It's got rounded corners. It's a book. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it makes yeah. it, it makes it the noise of a cow going moo if you press it in the right place. <laughs> if you turn the book upside down, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I turn the book upside down? It makes that noise. Sam, could you just clean one, no. please? <laughs> amazing. Thank you so much. Sam, it's um, amazing. It's, just, Sam does almost all the fully on the podcast. It's pop-up, something like that. <laughs> the first time, the first like prayer, or the first thing resembling mm. a prayer that appears in this book is about nine months after you came to Earth. Mm-hmm. And these are not words relating to God's they're not relating to Satan, they're not relating to any known deity. They are relating to Daniel. Mm-hmm. And it's about maybe three months after you met Daniel, about three months ago, and it's constant. It's talking about him, it's talking to him, it's addressing him, it's asking other people about him. After the plane crash, it's we need to get to Danny we need to find Danny where is Danny and there are points where like in panic you're speaking his name almost as in prayer mm-hmm. as it goes on scattered throughout there's some other names in there too Artem Greg Lucas there's even a couple of sprinklings of Liam but the one that recurs over and over again is Daniel and Guy, you're the only one that the prayers do not offer anything to. They don't give you an offer. They don't give you a choice. They just give. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now um, you have access to the spell Shield of Faith. Ooh, interesting. That's yeah. a paladin spell. What the fuck? The shield were the friends we made along the way. Is he becoming a paladin <laughs> of Danny? Oh Sorry, uh, quickly, what level is Shield of Faith? Paladin. Shield of Faith, I think, is level one. Perfect. Anyway, 
Ooh. Okay. The you last like that, two. What you just did. Oh. Odds for Greg, evens for Lucas. Lucas. So your book, as you know, it's it's a tome. It's a fucking it is a lot. You see every prayer you've ever made almost Thank all you. at once. And Guy, you see it too. Mm-hmm. Lucas, you see the first time you prayed, basically, as soon as you were old enough to talk, you were praying. And the first time you prayed, you remember this feeling of, like, closeness and having somebody there with you, understanding you and seeing you. And it was something, it was warm and it was nice and it was something that you hadn't really experienced before. And after that, from that first time you prayed daily, multiple times daily you were always praying especially as a child because praying was the time that you felt safe and you felt seen and you felt like somebody cared about you um you see the last time that you prayed out loud when your brother made fun of you um and your family laughed at you and you stopped praying out loud but you see all of your silent prayers after that and you see yourself praying in secret because you were afraid of being judged and because this was something that was super private to you this was your time this was the time that you got to share with your god that no one else was there and now looking back it's almost like the camera is pulling out and you can see that when you were there praying and feeling like someone was with you someone was with you and it it's hard to know who it was you're not sure of it, you don't think it was God, but it was someone, and you can kind of see, or more feel, or perceive, or understand this being of pure light standing over you every time you pray, and listening to every single prayer you made, and noting down every single prayer in this ever-growing book. And Guy, you can see this too, you can see this being watching him. Do I recognise them? Mm, eh, not really no it's just a it's more of a feeling it's not like just a guy standing there it's like a feeling of a being and a presence rather than anything um and then you see yourself aged about eight or nine and you're praying and you're crying because your brother had been picking on you again um, and he'd shoved you against a wall and he had bruised your shoulder and it hurt and you were crying and you were in pain and you were praying for your brother to just go away and leave you alone and stop hurting you and you see the the being looking over you and for a second there's like a level of sort of clarity in what you're looking at you see the prayer book and you see the prayer printed in that book and you see the angel or the being or whatever it is pulling out what basically is a rubber stamp and approving that prayer (gasps) and after that prayer oh my god sonny died in a car accident and that was the first time that there is a gap in the prayers because you didn't pray for a few days after that. There are, you, whether you were scared, whatever it is, and eventually you start praying again, kind of almost just by falling back into a habit. And then you find Rev Deb and you find the church and you start praying again in earnest and really feeling it in a different way where you're praying to 
you're praying for people and for the world and for things that you really feel and it's less about protecting yourself and more about looking after everyone around you and making sure that everyone else around you is safe and guy you see all of this too and that this is something that you now just know and so lucas the offer that the prayers give to you is that you can forget what you just saw but if you forget Greg remembers something and you don't know what but if you forget Greg remembers and again I'll just leave you with that um you can text me when you're ready when you've thought of the answer um and I'm also just gonna really quickly take a break and get some water because my mouth is fucking dry Greg, I'm going to ask you the same thing as Artem. Can you tell me Greg's experience of prayer? Um, Greg went to church when he was young. Greg went to the Kirk with his mum. His mum's religious. Or his mum was religious. He's still religious if you're in heaven. Maybe she's not in heaven. Um, yeah, he went to church with her. And um, at no point did he really... He prayed, but no point did he really like believe it per se. Um, and at some point somebody I don't know who I don't know if it was Daniel or somebody else just told him maybe it was about 14 or so that God wasn't real and he and this was the, the you know it was 14 so it was edgy to say that and um, he accepted that absolutely at no point did any kind of critical thinking engage he never he's never actually considered realistically the possibility that god exists or anything of that nature um he's never quite been high enough to do it but he, yeah he, he's he's never he's just gone along with this because that's what he was expected to do by the other people in his life the his he knew perfectly well his mum was still going to church and she obviously noticed he wasn't going and they didn't talk about it cool so you remember all of this like you know this was just your childhood these were your memories um you remember going to church with your mom as a kid you remember daniel telling you that god's not real and just kind of accepting that you remember that your mom like definitely noticed that you stopped going to church but never brought it up um you remember probably here and there afterwards like for a bit you prayed in a sort of like out of habit more than anything else yeah. Um, and then and after that, you really kind dry. of, eh, you know, who doesn't? Uh, and after that, you kind of fell into your normal, like, regular, everyday garden variety blasphemy. And uh, I mean, growing up in a satellite town of Glasgow, probably some like casual sectarianism on occasion. <laughs> and, you know, who doesn't? <laughs> like amongst friends, not in not in a heavy way, but just in a, like the thing that you shout when the football's on. Um, so you remember all of this these are just things that have happened to you but the really weird thing about your book and your book is probably the weirdest of all of these books mm -hmm. yeah. um, it's, it basically looks like a school workbook like a, a, a school jotter. jotter like it's yeah like a jotter it's like right. paperback it is torn it is stained it's not mm. yeah it's sort of biggish but not particularly like hefty in any kind way yeah, it's sort of maybe about the same size as Artem's in that there's been like some, mm -hmm. there's some praying, kind of gets shorter as you go on. When you open the book, there are no 
legible words in this book. Greg it's just not blank. He's forgotten how to read. <laughs> it could happen. The book isn't blank. It's not like blank pages. It's every single word in that book has been obscured. It's been scribbled out. It's been like some pages look like they've been torn out. Some pages are just completely like stained to the point of like illegibility with black ink. There is not a single legible word in that book. And so, Guy, for Greg, you see almost nothing. You just see this like. It's like you can kind of sort about see these moments of him like in church, praying, not praying, swearing, all of that, but it's like glitchy. It's like you're watching it on a really, really old VCR that keeps cutting out. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's just some chunks of just nothingness. Um, yeah, that's all. You, you get very, very little. You get kind of like a vague idea that something is there, like a shape of something, but everything has been so heavily scribbled out and obscured that you can't really see anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a bad tracing. Greg. That's me. The offer that the prayers, so much as there are, the offer that they make to you is that you, if you want, you can have the ability to always know where Daniel is. But if you do, Daniel will always know where you are. And as you read these books, you, you read them kind of in unison at the same time. You just suddenly, like, you're pulled in and you know all of this and you see all of this and you understand it. And Guy, you understand all of it. Mm-hmm. And then you all are just sort of thrown out unceremoniously. And as if you have been, like, physically thrown, you all just, like, land on the floor of the library and the silence is absolutely deafening. And, yeah, that's, that's what happened. Do your thing. Guy immediately goes over to Lucas and gives him a massive hug. <laughs> and also want to be clear that none of you really understood that Guy has seen this. Guy, you know this. Yeah. You guys don't mm. necessarily know that Guy knows. Hey guys, did, did you go into a weird dream thing again? Okay. I'm just going to hug him back and be like, Are you, you alright? You alright, yeah, Guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, are, are, you, are you okay? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, um... You, are you, is everyone, um, no one's hurt. Arsene, right? did you do another fucking prophecy? Was that a prophecy thing? No, that wasn't a prophecy. It felt different. This was like, I don't know, book shit. Ah, book shit. Book shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Could you guys no, all, like, um, if... did you guys see your, see like, see, see, see your, your, like the books, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, did you, um, can you, um, can you, can you guys all read... Yeah, yeah, we can. Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, this would be such a flex if the reveal was that Greg couldn't read. I was no, just going to say, is that what it is? <laughs> it's really Are the books still on the ground? The books are back on the shelves. Well, let's let's okay. go do that again. Does anybody object? Does anybody object to me trying to touch one of your books? No, nobody um, touched their own book. Go for it. Can you? Can you? Can you grab mine? The like the last volume. Maybe. I, I I don't think we. I think, let's just. I think we got everything. Let's we're just gonna get, out, get out, of out of here. Is is the door open? Right. This just. But that sounds like there's something up with Greg's book. I feel like we should. No, there's nothing wrong with my book. 
It was normal. It was the same. I mean, mine was perfectly clear. Yeah. I saw all the shit that I expected. Yeah, I saw uh, all the shit that I expected. There was Greg prayers uh, and things. Yeah. Um, I, I think that I think there might have been something up with with your one. Why? What? Um, why? How? How do you know that? Uh, demon stuff. You know, just sort of like get a vibe. It sort of, you know, comes with a territory supernatural being sort of. Can Lucas uh, can I roll... roll an insight check? Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> roll deception. Yeah, do, whoever wants to roll insight can roll against guys' deception, and I would like you to message me your scores rather than saying them out loud, please. Okay, I'm going to lie my little ass off. God, the face you just pulled. I know. <laughs> the terror. As if I could be more stressed. <laughs> we can always be more stressed. Okay, Artem. Yes. You know that Guy has seen. You don't necessarily know that he's seen everything. You know that he's lying. Everyone else rolled exactly the same. <gasps> oh, the rest of you all rolled a 14. <laughs> so the rest of you, you, yeah, you got nothing. You're like, I don't. Like, yeah, you, you cannot get a vibe at all. Artem, you know that Guy's lying. Look, let's let's just let's just get out of yeah, here. Like all the, the doors are locked. Let's just. I couldn't find Jesus's just... book, so let's just get out of here. Yeah, look, um, I'm going to get we... Greg's book, and then we should go. Yeah, can, um, hey, don't can no, 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 no! Wait a second! Wait a second! What the? No, 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 no! Oh, no, it's my book! It's my book! I and we're not getting the fucking book! No, 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 no! Greg's you're not doing this! You're not getting the fucking book! Okay? No, I don't think it's a good idea to touch those books all the time. I really don't. But something is fucked up, right? Like this feels like it's really important. If if we we if we could learn something that could it's just fucking matter. it was just it was like a jotter and it was like somebody had spilled it's like kind of look I am sure I saw like a Superman S like somebody had drawn on it it's fine there was it's definitely normal. a Superman S on the what cover what do you mean someone drew on your book I well I don't fucking know somebody drew on my book didn't they they're all books it's all books of all your prayers what the fuck look, it doesn't make any fucking uh, sense anyway right. so somebody else might okay. somebody drawn on the book no, so it's, it's fine it's so fine. let's it's go and fine. let's go to um, yeah, they have, Greg, there's a museum in you... London, I think, and that's where we're supposed to go. We're supposed to go to the London yeah, Museum. Greg, why don't you go and see if you can find like a way out? You're you're good at getting out of tight spots. Do you want to go and have a look at the door or something? Greg, go look at the door. Uh, <laughs> uh, Greg is sort of. Guy just told Greg to do something. Greg's gonna Greg's gonna do that. He doesn't have the willpower to not. So I don't think there's any kind of role. He just kind of goes okay, and... jerkily over and <laughs> tries the door. Um, when uh, Greg is kind of like out of earshot, uh, Guy's just gonna like lean into Artem and Lucas if he would want to hear as well, and just be like, "Somebody's been fucking around with Greg." I don't. So we should take the book. Uh, I'll. Don't. I won't touch it with my hands. I'll. I'll like put my bag over it and just can take we, it. Just can be... we do an Arcana check on it or something? Get get what kind of energy i don't fucking know so got crystal remember in this um arcana is just knowledge of the demonic mm. right we just okay. take it we just yeah. take it okay we we'll take figure it. it out later yeah but like you know I, it's it's real personal to them so just bear that in mind guys i'm about to look at the door um oh i'm i'm coming to also look at the door and uh, do you want me to not look at the cause... door before you get here because i can wait sorry i just I just got distracted because Danny hasn't taken me back yet. Yeah, um, let's talk about that. Yeah, no. 
And Lucas is just going to look at Artem and be like, are you alright? I'm fine. I'm getting the fucking book. Uh, Artem goes over to Greg's book and pulls out one of his clean shirts from his bag and uses it to grab the book without touching it. Does anything happen? Uh, no. Book comes out fine. Okay. Wraps the book carefully in the shirt and puts it in his bag. Can you roll stealth, please? And I'm going to have that opposed with Greg's perception. Greg's perception. Uh, would Artem get that with advantage? Because Guy was kind of, like, distracting by going over to Greg and being like, let's talk about this text I don't have. Mm. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. Uh, I got a 21. I got a 23. Fucking Ooh. A. Wait, hang on. No, I'm really sorry. I also got a 23. This is not a joke. I rolled a 16, and I have not done stealth in a long time. I have plus four. Oh. I have plus four dex and plus three proficiency. Yes. Can one of us help it either way? Well, guys already. Guys already got the help mm. action. So guys just holding up his phone and being like, "Look, see if our last text about Danny sent me. It just says K, and it doesn't even say sincerely Daniel XOXO, and that's how he signs off all his texts. And he's not signed off this one like that. So I think something's wrong. Yeah, I th- you know, I think I think you're right because because he, he he hasn't even explained why he killed my dad yet. He's, I I don't think he has killed your dad, though. I, I think that's maybe just I don't think he'd do something like that. It's just I don't think he's got. I'm it sure in. he did it, and for a good reason. But I don't yet know what it is. So, and it would be polite of him to to t- tell tell me. No, I I I I, I, I don't know. I, I I just think. I just like. Oh, I, I don't think Danny would do something. I don't know. I don't know what I like think. That. I don't know what I think not about him. Somebody, I don't know what I think about. I, I kind of look not around to, to see. Care about. I just. I don't know what the deal no, is. Look, look, no, 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 right. Look, the death of my dad is very important, but also. Um, what the fuck is up with Lucas and Kat? Oh, uh... What? Can I hear this? Uh, we're, no, you're it. next to Artem, so I don't think you would be able okay. to. It's quite a big room. Um, also, okay. when you... I mean, I want you to continue this conversation, but um, can you both just please re-roll that? Because I think that's okay. the fairest way to redo that. Um, opposed no to oh, much worse. Ten. I got a twenty. But not natural. Okay, cool. So you do manage it. Uh, Greg, you sort of like, you almost clock it. You see something going on there. And then Guy mentions Danny and you're right back in. Yeah. Mm. And what the fuck is going on with them though? Because they're, they're, they're like... I mean, I don't, I don't really know how human relationships work. I mean, I don't know if they're different to like demon relationships and stuff. But like, I, I've not really seen them together. Like, 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 like Lucas and Kat or like... Yeah, I, I no, I've never seen the two of them. Together. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I, I don't know. I mean, I've only met Cat twi- twice, and yeah. Oh, Cat's a doll. Yeah, she's great. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, she's sure. she's really nice. Yeah, it's fine. It's There's, okay that uh, Dan, Daniel's going away forever, but whatever. Um, yeah, the um. I don't know. I mean, I I, I always think like you know when I look at a lot of things that humans do but maybe I'm missing something so maybe this is one of those things. I know, I mean I'm not like a big you know, relationships guy. I, I read this thing online about <laughs> being a sigma male and I think that might be bad. No. Oh, stop. <sighs> Does the podcast have a safe word? <laughs> no, go on. Go on. It's what his character would have done. Uh, 
Guy has no idea. Guy has no idea what a stigma male is. <laughs> um, but he just goes. Well, I mean, ugh, I don't know. I think mean, I don't really have a lot of experience of like human relationships either, because it's sort of like yeah, because you were with Ash. I can't. A while. Oh well, that's that's different because like you know it's it's fine for it's fine for demons to date, but like I can't date humans. It's sort of like like we can like bang and stuff but like oh. i can't actually have a a proper relationship with him my, my dad said your dad said it's like, you're not allowed to yeah it's i i don't really know exactly why but like i think it's some kind of like biological thing because like before i came up to earth my dad he took me aside and he said like listen guy there's one thing that you gotta know before you go topside and that's that you can't get involved with a human because it just never works so i think there's like some kind of thing in my brain which means that like the switch is off or something i just don't think that's how it works for me i i thought i could get him to explain it but like i don't really have like a head for science and stuff so no they can fuck it's fine it's probably the toxic spunk So, so, so what you're saying is <laughs> you're here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, cool. Artem, that's crazy. Okay. Artem's probably bringing Lucas back over at this point. Um, and just before he rejoins the group, he just sort of looks at Lucas and he's like, you good? Yeah. Did you... Yeah, I'm good. Artem. Hey. Nah, never mind. Okay, so have you found the exit or what? Uh, oh, I forgot to look for the exit. I look at the exit door, which is directly beside me. Is it open or, <laughs> or openable? Um, if you try to open it, it is now openable. It's got like a big um, fire exit sign, like a big green fire exit sign over it now. Oh, uh, I, try, I try to open it and then I open it and then close it and say yes. Okay, let's get yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, let's, let's get back in the car. Uh, guy checks his phone again. Uh, yeah, no messages. You actually don't have signal in here. Mm. Oh, uh, well, obviously, oh, of course, that's why. And, like, guy runs out of the building as fast as he can. Um, okay, so you go back down the hallway, you get down to the elevator. Uh, you go back down to the ground floor. Um, and as you go to leave, the receptionist kind of steps in front of you and is like, Right, thank you so much for coming. I'm just going to need to check your bags to make sure that you haven't taken anything with you. Oh, oh uh, no yeah, sure. Uh, None of us would uh, do before, anything that before stupid. We, sorry, before we leave, can we? Can I ask you some questions? I've got a survey to fill out because of my internship, and I was just wondering if you could um, answer some questions before before we go. Is that alright? Yes, absolutely. I would love to answer your questions, you. but I do have to check your bags first. Oh, you can check my bag. Check my bag, and then we can answer my questions. Can I keep my notebook, though, because I've got all these questions in my notebook? Uh, yes, I will also have to check that to make okay, sure that's fantastic. Because we do have yeah, yeah, okay. um, yeah, I, I desperately want you to do and now you see me to <laughs> playing card fucking whipping it between yourselves. Yes! Nobody I, throw it to Greg. Desperately uh, Greg, 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 heart. Greg turns into the receptionist. <laughs> Greg, I'm like so excited to be talking. Can to you be just here. do that at will? Yes, I can do that at will. Um, it's my eldest one of my eldest communications. Um <laughs> Strictly as a disguised uh-huh. self, not an, not an altered self, so you know. Mm. But, 
I'm like so excited to be here. I'm like, it's incredible that this this building was here. I didn't know that it was here. <laughs> oh my god, why do you look like me? Oh my god, why do you look like me? <gasps> Shut up. What is happening? I don't know what's happening. I feel like Are we flirting? I don't know. I don't this know. Really I've never great. Done Can that. you roll deception, please? Sure. Or persuasion? What are you trying to do? Roll something charisma. <laughs> I'm not trying to do Unclear. anything. Uh, performance. Uh, oh, uh, a performance. It's uh, seventeen. Nice, Sam. Um, I was going to say, while that happens, um, so if there is sort of, if Artem feels that she's def- sufficiently distracted, um, Artem sort of gets down on one knee and opens his bag uh, as if to look inside and then grabs the book and puts it outside the bag and then mutters to Dog, take it and get to the car. And while um, um, that is happening... Guy is going to say, "Oh, I didn't actually uh, bring a bag with me, but if you want to do like a strip shirt search or something, and he just takes his shirt off immediately." <laughs> oh my god, that is so crazy! He's so crazy good looking. Oh, thanks. Um, Sam, can you please roll? I want two stealth rolls. I want a stealth roll for Artem and a stealth roll for Dog. <laughs> with advantage, because um, Guy's okay. got his top off. No, I'm going to give a it lot flat, of distraction because it is just a small dog with a book. Like he's not. <laughs> Hiding. But there's so many distractions. I am, I am going to give you a so not disadvantage because it is a small dog with a book and that is adorable. <laughs> Just running <laughs> through a hallway. Like, I'm giving you this with not disadvantage because okay. of whatever Artem, the fuck else is going on here. Artem rolled a 21. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. And dog. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Dog, 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 dog. dog. Dog, 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 dog. Yeah, dog rolled a three. Oh, oh dog. Oh, um, baby. Okay, so Artem, you like, it is smooth as fuck. You get this book out. Like, you barely move. Like, the others, I feel like Lucas is standing next to you and doesn't notice what's going on. Like, you get this, um, you get the book out and you like very sneakily like get down and get it to dog. And then dog grabs it and he's so excited that he's done a good job that he just like falls over his feet and like rolls onto his back um and he's just like dog is good dog has been so good dog has a book because i cannot read taking my shirt off can i quickly throw the shirt onto the dog (laughs) and cover up the book you can i don't think anything's gonna save a three she rolled a 17 so she rolled pretty well oh my god that dog is stealing Um, a book you should be critical of the dog and not us um so she like turns she's like oh my god that's so cute that that holy fuck is that one of our books i don't know if that's one of our books it looks like it's more maybe just a different book that's just a normal book but maybe the dog came in look look at my notebook i'm really sorry i am going to have to summon the guardians um, no, you don't Artem actually. You actually don't have yeah. to summon the guardians because actually, um, Artem's already tackled you. Stop trying to avoid my combat, you motherfuckers! <laughs> Can we? Uh, what's in that room? Is there a desk? Is there a cupboard? Is there There's anything at all? Can There's I? A desk. Can... There seems to be a back room. There's a back room. Um, mm-hmm. There's a door. Since since Artem tackled her, can I run to the door? He's and tried open to it? tackle her. Okay. 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 I was gonna say, when you said avoid combat, I was like, I feel like I initiated combat. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, fuck. Um, some some parties plan and others... Artem, can you please... Give me a second. So, Guy, 
You have taken your top off and thrown it at Doc. <laughs> yes, I have. Greg, you're currently the receptionist. Oh my god, I um, am. Artem, you are about to attempt to tackle the receptionist, who is about yes. to summon the guardians. Lucas, you are sprinting towards the back door. So Lucas, I would like an athletics check. I also want an athletics check from Artem, and that will be opposed against the receptionist. I didn't think to plan fucking stats for this random fucking receptionist. (laughs) Um, I got a 19. I have a plus five to athletics. Uh, Cool. Sam? Got an 11. Um, I mean, that's fine because she rolled a natural one. Oh, so, yes. um, so this this receptionist, you don't really know if she's like human, if she's other. What is she? She, for all intents and purposes, about nineteen, and you fucking smash her <laughs> to the ground, like you full on. This is possibly the first time that Artem has looked extremely physically able, just <laughs> through the Rude. benefit of this woman not being in any way physically able. Is he goes to like kind of attempt to tackle her, and he fucking body slams her like WWE style to the ground and she screams Lucas at this point you like wrench the door open of this back office and it does seem to be a back office like you there's an office it's got like paperwork and shit in it there's no one in there but as this woman screams you begin to hear rumbling and then you hear what sounds like extremely heavy footsteps could I as a free action when I tackle just be like, where the fuck are you going? Get to the van! Sure. So you shout that. You hear this rumbling and then these heavy footsteps. And then seemingly from nowhere like materialising around you, around the four of you, five of you plus dog, six of you plus this like fucking body slammed woman um, is I suppose not Lucas because he's in the thing. Around all of you appear these four figures and they're like looming over you they're all relatively humanoid looking um one of them is sort of like about an eight nine foot tall um figure kind of shapeless slender slender man looking motherfucker that seems to be like made of entirely of just water like clear water but the water is kind of shimmering a little bit the second one is another taller about nine foot tall huge like broad um humanoid again shape like doesn't seem to be a particular shape just a sort of paper doll looking thing Mm -hmm. um and that is made of a swirling mix of and you're gonna fucking react i know what you're gonna do it's like a white liquid (laughs) and then marbled through that white liquid is a much thicker golden liquid Motherfucker. Yeah, that sounds normal. The third figure is also made of... Also made of just looks like water. Seems to just be like clear liquid. The fourth one is made of a thick, viscous, reddy brown... It's made of blood. It is a humanoid made of blood. The last two beings, guardians, they look a lot like Lucas. What? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Um, there are the things on no, the wall. I think Greg just kind of looks at them and says, Oh my god, get them! <laughs> uh, 
Lads on tour is Faye Evans as Lucas Rossi, Sam Ferguson as Artem Volkov, JJA Harwood as Guy Chapman, Susie Ray as RGM, and me, Rory, Rory McDuff, Wait, as what? Greg what? Rumba. What? What? What Thanks for doing? listening to the show. What's, what's Our what's next happening? episode will be out as what? ever no, no, in no, no. two happening? weeks' time. Um, uh, if you liked you what you heard, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify if you can. Thanks again, and see you in two weeks. We have the explicit tag, it's fine. So we can say literally anything.